Kiber a 16-oson belül, lövés, gól! Gól! Eldölt a mérkőzés! Hello world, we're back! Episode 29 of the Hungarian Football Podcast with your hosts, Chris Barrett and Thomas Mortimer. Tom, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, actually. Thank you. How about you? I'm doing splendid. Thank you. I'm still alive through all this mess. And, you know, I kind of feel like our episodes are just getting better and better as this crazy situation in the world rolls on, don't you think? Definitely. I'm very excited about today. I, I am, too. I am too. We are aging well, and we have a very special guest today. Um, you might be able to hear my dogs barking in the background. I apologize for that. That's but, not the um, guest. Yeah, that's not the guest. <laughs> no, our guest is much better than that. In fact, uh, this week's very special guest is someone we've had before. It's been a few years, um, but he started his career at my favorite Hungarian club, Wipesh, and uh, was snapped up by Major League Soccer's Sporting Kansas City at uh, 17 years of age, I think, initially playing for their academy team, Swope Park. I know them through the USL, following them for years, briefly returning to Hungary with Girmat before debuting with um, Sporting Kansas City's um, MLS club in, in 2017. In that season, uh, which was, I think, the last time we had this guest on, right, Tom? 2017? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they won the uh, U.S. Open Cup with this player scoring three goals in three matches, uh, three cup matches. In the following season, 2018, this player led Sporting Kansas City in goals as they won their conference and made it all the way to the playoff quarterfinals uh, in, in the MLS, scoring three goals in four playoff games before bowing out to Houston Dynamo. We're going to welcome Daniel Shalloy. Hello, Daniel. Hello. What's up, guys? Hey. We're excited to have you. I mean, like, really excited. And um, I, I just remember early, early on when you joined MLS, um, how difficult it was for the uh, commentators, the American commentators, to pronounce your name. I heard everything from Saloy to Shallowy to whatever, but uh, it is Shallowy, right? Yes, yes. And honestly, I've noticed that. And if it's somewhere close, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well. If you if you could just kick off the episode uh, today, because I know that it's it's been three years we we've had you on before, but I'm sure people would love to hear how how has your journey been since you've joined Sporting Kansas City? Uh, you seem to really shine in cup matches, whether it's in the Magyar Kupa or in the um, uh, U.S. Open Cup. But how's it been going over the last three years in Kansas City? Um, I mean, it's I've loved my time. It, there's been a very high ups and uh, very low lows uh, it's um, it's it's had a lot of things honestly we won the cup with the team I scored the game winning goal in that final so that was awesome that's when my parents were in town and uh, and it was an amazing feeling you know to win a cup and be part of a winning team and then the next year I was uh, the leading goal scorer on my team which was an, a, a different but also great achievement and I was super happy with that we almost made it to the MLS Cup final um, we were one game away but uh, yeah it was it was pretty much awesome and then uh, last year our team did pretty terrible 
uh, we didn't make the playoffs and uh, I was uh, I wasn't having the best year also so I can say that I learned a lot of things and I experienced a lot of good things and bad things but it's been great and uh, I really like MLS and uh, I like Sporting Kansas City it's a great club great organization and I love America overall. <laughs> Daniel, you're obviously your route into professional football is is very different to pretty much every Hungarian player that's ever played the game. How did you how did the opportunity come about to to join Kansas City? So, uh my father always uh played soccer and uh, he played for the national team as well and then he was uh managing uh, clubs. He was like sports directors at uh, some of the big clubs in, in Hungary. And he worked together with uh, Istvan Urbani. He used to be the coach of in, in Utrecht. And they remained good friends. And uh, actually, they all played together with uh, Peter Vermees, my coach right now. And uh, Istvan Urbani started working at the academy here at Sporting Kansas City. And one day he called my dad and... Uh, told him he thinks it would be a great opportunity for me to come and play at the academy, still go to high school and uh, see where it goes. Maybe stay in America, go to college or go pro or go back to Hungary, whatever my plan is. So this is how the whole opportunity came. And on that point, Andros uh, Felix on Twitter asked, uh, is coming from a footballing family an advantage or extra pressure? Uh... I think it's more of an advantage because, uh, I don't know, I never looked at it as it would cause me difficult times. When when, when you're a kid and people talk uh, bad things that you're only on the team because of your dad and stuff like that, I think a lot of people get that growing up with like a, a dad who played soccer on like a higher level. But uh, I quickly learned how to ignore comments and once you're a professional you you don't even hear that stuff so I think since then it's just been a, an advantage of my dad really helping me get into uh, you know getting to know more soccer and uh, get my game better and uh, make good decisions with my trans uh, transfers and uh, you know it's it's been a big advantage I think to have my dad uh, by my side. I imagine during the low times as well, you spoke about how last season wasn't the best one for you. I imagine he's he's a great person to have around during that time as well. Yes, and uh, I actually noticed, I always thought my dad was very negative in a way and criticizes me a lot to get my game better, uh, always trying to uh, make me improve it. But he, it was almost uh, a surprise for me how, he realized that last year was uh, was tough for me and uh, kind of gave me some space in a way that uh, not trying to you know push me too hard to what to work on rather than having my mentality right and just uh, trying to get my head in the right spot. So that was uh, that was a very big help and uh, he was uh, he he really understood my situation of you know every forward has a uh, dry runs when you just can't score and uh that that was that was my whole year last year and uh and he he really understood that and he was he was proud of me of pushing 
through the whole year as a professional. Daniel, you um, you came in when you were really young, obviously, and making that change to another country. What do you think was just key for you to click with the club at that point? Uh, was it, was there any one player? Was there anything that just really made you feel like, I mean, this is my club. I feel I feel really welcome here. Well, I think it was very important for me and the, on the long run, especially to to be at the academy and uh, also live with a host family and go to high school, you know, to get the full experience of being in a different country. You, you can really see all sides of it and make your decision on whether you like it or not. I made a lot of friends and uh, it was it, it made me feel like I'm home. And then once you once you fulfill your dream as well to become a professional, that's just an, an extra thing. And yes, uh, there were a lot of players on Sporting KC who are, you know, true leaders. They all came up to me when I signed and uh, they just told me if I would have any questions or any I need any help, I can always turn to them. And that's always uh, very confronting to, to have those teammates and, uh, you know, especially when you are young. Uh, it's still and sign your first professional contract. It's a bit of shock, so it's good to have a teammate like that. And you also um, were there when they brought Christian Nemeth back to the club in 2018, and then um, Botana came back as well. Does it help to have Hungarian players? Is that a warm blanket for you, or is it not that big of a deal? Um, I mean, I think it's uh, it's a good thing, obviously, because it's nice to have uh, teammates who I can talk to in, in Hungarian and uh, we can hang out. So those are always uh, cool things because, you know, you miss home uh, and you miss your family and your friends uh, from back home. So it's, it's nice to have uh, conversations in Hungarian uh, on like a daily basis and um yeah, it was it, so it was a good experience for me. And actually, uh, Nemo, uh, Nemeth Christian, he he helped me a lot uh, for being a forward and uh, on my finishing and had a lot of advice for me. Even when I was at the academy, that's when he played here first with the first team. And uh, when he came back as well, I think uh, he's been a great help for me. So uh, it, for me, it's a good experience uh, to have uh, Hungarian teammates on the team. Yeah, Danny, could you d- develop that a little bit more? Because you and you and Christian are very similar types of footballers, actually. Because you both, you both, I guess, strikers preferably, but you both spent a lot of time kind of playing on the left, cutting in on onto your right foot. Um, apart from kind of finishing, is, did he kind of talk to you about tactics? Did he talk to you about kind of the mental side of the game as well? Yes, yes. Honestly, um, he taught me a lot of things uh, when I was at the academy uh, on the finishing part, mostly, um, you know, just trying to be calm in the box. uh, Don't be afraid to do another fake shot or how to place uh, the ball or when to really strike it, when to just be smart with it. You know, those are things what you can really uh, take as a, as a younger player, you know, going into a professional league. And I think uh, he came back in 2018 and uh, he realized that uh, that was my really good year. And he realized that I kind of uh, uh, did the, that part on the finishing. I, I was doing well. 
and uh, the next year, that's when I uh, I was struggling a bit, and he he really reached out in like the mental part, you know, trying to to push me to to solve this situation, you know, in my head and not to get upset when I miss a chance or something like that, because he went through things like that as well. So I think on either side he helped me a lot, and uh, it was it's it's he's a great role model in a way to have as a teammate yeah definitely because I think it's I think maybe a lot of people forget just how talented like Christian is um at Liverpool as a youngster he was just unbelievable and and obviously had a few things kind of go wrong for him in his in his, um when he was younger a few injuries kind of um well especially when he went to Blackpool and kind of got injured in his first game like his career didn't kind of pan out as many expected but his talent is unbelievable and it's great to see him kind of passing that along to you as well um obviously Chris just mentioned Barat when he came I guess in the sense where Chris kind of asked um is that good for you I bet I bet it was good for him for you to be there for to, for him to kind of settle into into Kansas with you being there have been there for four or five years I bet it was I bet you were kind of a comfort for him Yes, uh, I agree. I think uh, I had a lot too, and uh, I was actually helping uh, to Boton Barat as well, uh, who joined us last year. Because you know, it's just I I'm not saying I'm American, but uh, I I am more of an American than they are because I spent much more time here. So uh, so I think it's uh, it's. A good way to to help each other, and uh, I guess ne- Nemo and uh, Boti both felt that from me. I know I was going to ask this at the end, but seeing as you just brought it up now, you've got a green card, so that means you are eligible for USA. What what would happen if you um, got the call up for USA? Would you take it? Um, probably <laughs> not. Honestly, no, no. I uh, when I was growing up, I never had this this feeling of uh, I don't know how some people talked about how much they love their country I never felt that but then I started playing with the youth national team and uh, I I got a chance to get called up to the first team as well now and uh, I was just on the bench but but still being on the roster and being in the stadium and it kind of developed in me when I when I stand outside even the U18s or the U21s and I'm listening to the national anthem I I had this feeling of you know just super like goosebumps and just feeling like like this is a dream becoming true and uh that's why I probably would wouldn't change my uh nationality I would want to pick up the US citizenship don't get me wrong because that would be awesome to to live here for uh for a longer period of time but uh, but probably I would want to play with uh, with Hungary. Yeah, I think it's hard once you've kind of seen that or been in the stadium with that Himnosh kind of echoing around the arena. It's it's pretty uh, like you say, it gives you goosebumps. It's a pretty amazing thing. Daniel, you've been um, around now for a few seasons in the MLS. Are, are, are there any? Um, any MLS clubs that you really enjoy visiting? Any cities that you really enjoy going to? What are, what are some of the cities or the, the clubs that you like playing? Um, I think I'm uh, like a big, big city fan. 
I like uh, the major cities in the USA, like LA, New York, DC. So if I would have to say overall, what's my favorite place is probably like LA. Both both teams are are very big clubs. Uh, I think LAFC uh, got to that point very quick when all the other teams respected, even though it's such a young club. Uh, but great stadiums, uh, great grass on it. You know, the city itself is beautiful. The weather is amazing. So I would say my number one uh, uh, destination to, to travel to and play is, uh, is probably L.A. And, uh, and obviously visiting other cities are, are awesome as well. But, you know, in MLS, some, some fields are, are tough, to, uh, tough to play because there's turf. Like Atlanta, I love that stadium. It's, it's huge. It's amazing. But it's turf. I hate turf. So um, everything has its disadvantage. But I think L.A. is the only place where I can't really find uh, like a bad uh, side to that story. Do you get so, much time to kind of uh, mosey about or relax and stuff when you're in LA or do you kind of just fly in and straight out again? Um, it depends. Sometimes we go two days before. Uh, that's actually super nice. Uh, we we can get meals on our own and uh, we can actually explore the city. We don't do much, just like, you know, going around in the hotel or if we go two days before, going like a little shopping like nearby. But obviously, we don't want to actually walk around all day and get tired. So it's, it's really just about getting the feel of the city and uh, just getting ready as professionals. But sometimes uh, we only fly in really in the afternoon of uh, like the day before, uh, stay in the hotel, eat, sleep, wake up and get ready for the game. So it's, it's, it always depends on the city. You, um, you started a vlog. Or when when did you, when was the first episode? Because I think you're on episode five now, right? Yes, yes. I started uh, last year when I got hurt with my ankle in right, uh, in right. Because the first two were were you doing uh, rehab, right? Yes. Yeah, and I, I will say this: if if you haven't gone on, check out his YouTube channel. I think there's a link on your Twitter page, um, and uh, the first two are really a really neat look into. Um, uh, all the recovery stuff and stuff that you guys do there and the the facilities over there look look really cool I mean it's top-notch isn't it yes it's actually amazing we got that like two years ago I think and uh it's it's unbelievable actually uh Peter Vermees our coach told us that when David Beckham was doing his uh research on how to build his Miami uh spot with the stadium and facility he toured our facility and he said that's like top five in the world right now in his opinion so that was a big compliment for us and i can see why he said that yeah Honestly, i can't like the, the, it's, it's it's understated how unbelievable it the experience must be for a player in mls because like danny said like you have these amazing crowds like in la atlanta obviously is unbelievable uh, you go to these amazing cities. Like there can't be another place. You like the weather's good a lot of the year out. I mean, Kansas City obviously gets really cold in winter, but like it can't be many other footballing nations in the world where it's it's as enjoyable to play as MLS. No wonder like so many. It's like the destination of choice for more and more footballers these days. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, like um, because Winston, you've just signed Winston Reed, haven't you, Kansas City? Yes. Have you, yes. 
Have you had much chance to speak to him recently? Because obviously he comes in with a wealth of experience. Um, well, we spoke a little bit in preseason, and he obviously started hanging out uh, with us. And uh, he's a super cool guy. And uh, it's funny because I told him I had him on my ultimate team a couple of years ago. And <laughs> so uh, he was laughing at that. But he, he seems very professional, and obviously he's a legend at uh, West Ham but uh, but yeah unfortunately we haven't gotten a chance to really get to know each other or play because of this whole situation right now and our league was stopped but uh, I'm actually excited to you know play with him and uh, get to know him more. Danny I think um, from what I gather Johnny Russell is your roommate on the road is that right? Yes, yes. Typically, and uh, he was giving you a little bit of stick for um, being obsessed with Ronaldo. Is that true? <laughs> Are you a yes. huge CR7 fan? I think. Danny also prefers Ronaldo to Messi as well, doesn't he? Yes, yes, that's that's true, 100%, and uh, I won't deny it. <laughs> well, you might you might get a few mentions uh, after after this podcast gets goes live, then. So don't don't be afraid. Don't be it's, afraid. Okay, I stand with my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> And it looks like you and, and uh, Gianluca Busi are, are real good mates as well, eh? Yeah, yeah, very good. He's another um, homegrown player. Did you guys join around the same time? He actually, um, so I signed in 2016, but played my first games in 2017. And in 2017, I think, during the year we signed him, uh, yeah, he's, he's actually an absolute baller he's amazing i'd really like playing with him he's super smart uh his technique is unbelievable and he's he's shooting i think he's gonna get to a great level and uh i really wish he can fulfill everything what he dreams for because he works super hard and uh, he has the talent as well so I, i i hope he can go all the way one of my favorite goals from last year, um, and I think it was your, it was the uh, against Portland. You seem to to do well against Portland. Um, was the goal uh, that he shot, hit the post, and you were right out in front and just kind of lazily put it back in. Um, and it was just fun to watch you guys celebrate. And then um, um, watching you guys on the vlog, it just it really seems like you guys have have connected. Is that something you guys feel out on the pitch as well? Yes, uh, honestly, we do. And I think uh, we really connected. This team really got together in uh, 2018. I think that was, you know, success brings teams together, obviously. So that's when uh, we were all really enjoying our time and uh, we became like really good friends. And uh, since then, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been very good. We we have a little group with uh, Johnny Russell, Busio, and Jalen Lindsay, and uh, we always hang out and try to do a lot of things together. But I think Sporting Kansas City has always done a good job of uh, creating a good team chemistry. So I think uh, that's very, very important for a team. So um, what's the situation now? Is there an is there kind of a, a start date in in mind, or or is it kind of just all completely up in the air at the moment? It's completely up in the air right now. Um, we started individual workouts so we can go on the field and we can uh, have our own area where we do some dribbling, passing and shooting. But that's about it right now. And 
the next step will be group trainings and then games but i don't i don't know i don't see a date right now and uh, the league doesn't see a date so we're just hoping for sooner the better yeah um we've got a couple of uh more twitter questions um gira fan 29 asks do you prefer playing as a striker or on the wing um probably on the wing I don't mind playing up uh, up top uh, as a striker, but sometimes it's very difficult to play like as a lone striker um, if it's the team is not helping you enough. I'm not like the big body to hold up the ball, so I can I'm actually very good at getting into good chances in the box, but uh, I I will need some uh, some help with you know just playing and not just kicking the ball and running. Have you were you? Striker growing up, I guess. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. But kind of, yeah, just, I guess, a bit like Christian. Um, and then our other one was from Zach Gallo. He said, what's your favorite? I think he's a Minnesota fan. He said, uh, what's your favorite part of Minnesota Football Club? Or maybe Minnesota in, in general. He said, and then put hashtag friendliest rivalry in sports. <laughs> Minnesota actually... I always hated playing there because they had this college stadium when they joined the league. And yeah, with the lines in the field. Yes, it was just terrible. You couldn't see where the field was and everything. I think I think we lost, honestly, like every game when we went there because we were just so not used to it. And, uh, and then now they build their own stadium and it's actually beautiful. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a smaller field. Uh, I mean, smaller capacity of the stadium, but it's uh, super cool. Uh, the fans are awesome as well, and uh, it's just it's just great. But Minnesota gets super cold at winter, so I hope we can always play in the summer there. <laughs> yeah, it seems anywhere in the Midwest is just really, really bad in the winter, isn't it? Um, yeah. Chicago, yeah, it's, anywhere. It's um, I've got one. Dan, uh, uh, Gabby, who's another one of our hosts on here, couldn't make it today, but he wanted to definitely um, have this question asked. Um, do you miss the old caravan at the Weepesh training ground? <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, I, I miss Weepesh. And uh, it's, you know, I grew up there as a kid and uh, it was a dream to play with the first team as well and score. Uh, it was it was amazing, obviously. And uh, I will when people always ask me what my favorite team is or my favorite color is, I always say purple, Uipest all the way. So it's, it's very important for me to to have that like history in my uh, career. That's great. That's great. Well, we're um, about to wrap it up. I, di- I did want to say I've got a I've got a daughter and son-in-law who live uh, just west of the city, and uh, I'm sure they would appreciate a shout out from the great Danny Shalloway. Yeah, of course. Hello, Megan and Brooks. Uh, there's uh, just me saying hi. What's up, guys? I hope uh, you guys can make it out to one of the sporting games soon. And uh, we can we can meet up. And until then, stay safe and uh, keep listening to the podcast. Awesome. Tom, anything from you? No, that's it. That's been great. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, of Thanks. course. Thanks for Thank having me. You stay safe. And we're going to continue to uh, follow you on your vlog. Um, do you want to just give us the uh, the info on that? Um, and also, how how are you editing that? It's just it looks professionally done. Is that you? Yes, I actually started doing that as a hobby to like edit videos, and I edited myself. I got a little help from our media team in the beginning, 
but I edited it myself. So it's really just first name, last name, like Daniel Shaloy on uh, YouTube and pretty much everywhere on social media. So they can find it. Okay. Well, like it, subscribe it, add something in the comments. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Thanks again, Danny, for taking some time with us. And um, you continue to stay safe over there in Kansas City. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye.